0: I want to bring Reggie Cicchini on the show right now. He is Global's Washington correspondent. Reggie, good to have you on. Good morning. All right. So uh, things are starting to become real with regard to coronavirus in the White House. Apparently, three White House uh, members of that task force have coronavirus.
1: Well, the way it goes is uh, three members of the task force are at, are in self-quarantine right now, the leader of the CDC, the FDA, and Dr. Anthony Fauci. And that's because of uh, exposure to people inside the White House that do have confirmed cases of COVID-19. That includes the vice President's uh, press secretary, uh, and uh, 11 members of the Secret Service, along with President Trump's personal valet. Uh, and this is no surprise, given that Washington, D.C. is essentially one of the hotspots around the country right now, D.C., Maryland, Virginia just over the weekend, posting more than 3,000 cases. Today, Maryland and D.C. itself posting more than 1,000 cases. So this is creeping very close to home now inside the White House.
0: I heard that uh, someone very close to the uh, president's daughter, Ivanka, also Uh, Confirmed positive for coronavirus. Have you heard anything about that?
1: Yeah, it's a personal assistant to Ivanka Trump. Now, we do understand that they've kind of been away from each other for the last several weeks, so the possibility for contact has become uh, far less than what we would have seen with someone like the press secretary for the vice president. Uh, We understand that Ivanka Trump has tested negative, so too have members of her family, uh, but it does raise questions given the fact that the president has now been so close to other people who have tested uh, positive uh, themselves uh, that this this virus is now running rampant throughout the White House. And there's a growing concern now as to what the public perception is going to be uh, that they see the virus is really not contained inside a very small building.
0: Yeah. How damaging is that for a president who has said at the very beginning, uh, this is uh, fake news.
1: Well, look, it's hard. It's, it, the optics are bad right now for the president and for the administration, A, because they've really been pushing for this reopening across the country. But B, they haven't really been pushing testing all that much. The president says that testing across the United States uh, is excellent, and he says that they're getting very good credit for that, despite the fact that roughly only 8 million of 350 million uh, people in the country have actually had a test performed. Uh, but the other issue here is the president and those close to him are now getting these uh, advanced and rapid tests almost on the hour because of the sheer outbreak happening inside the White House campus. And it's simply not realistic for anyone else outside in regular land America because they don't have access to this kind of testing. Yet the president is telling them to go outside and put themselves in harm's way, which they're not doing inside the White House.
0: Okay. And this is not going over quite well with the 65 and up um, group that were um, people that voted him in originally.
1: Well, look, this is an elderly population across the United States that is more at risk than, uh, than say, the younger population, although we do see now that children could possibly uh, uh, find themselves in in a, a fatal situation when it comes to uh, uh, situations linked to COVID-19. But the older population is, is something that the president is really trying to go after, particularly in states in the South, in areas like Alabama, Georgia, and Florida. And all three of those states are now seeing their numbers skyrocket significantly. Florida uh, posting hundreds and hundreds of new cases. Every single day, yet they're allowing uh, yet another one of their counties to reopen today. Only Miami-Dade and Broward County are the uh, the areas that have been shut down. Uh, So this is a growing problem for the president. And in an election year when when votes matter, and particularly in a situation like this, the president uh, is potentially alienating himself from the votes that he actually needs by putting people in harm's way.
0: Okay, correct me if I'm wrong here, but Pence was originally said that he was going into quarantine. I hear today he's going to be at the White House. What's going on with the vice president?
1: Yeah. So after we found out that Katie Miller had tested positive, the president's uh, uh, people kind of spoke off the record, on the record, saying that the president, uh, the vice president rather, has tested negative. He's being tested regularly uh, and that conversations of self-isolation were quote unquote exaggerated. He would be holding a more low key schedule, but there would be no restrictions on his schedule. And he will be at the White House today. We know the president is holding uh, a press briefing on testing later on today at the Rose Garden. Uh, it It will be interesting to see how many people show up with him and how many members of the media actually show up uh, given the fact that this virus is now running through uh, the White House. But uh, it's also worth noting here that the president held a cabinet meeting for the first time in in months over the weekend uh, and not a single person in that room was wearing a mask. We're now hearing that one of the joint chiefs of staff potentially could uh, have tested positive. There's one positive and and possibly a false negative uh, that he's dealing with right now. Uh, so there are people now at the highest levels of government that are being impacted by this virus, yet very few precautions are actually being taken place.
0: When you watch those press conferences, it is incredibly clear that Donald Trump has, uh, you know, he often forgets about safe social distancing. He, you know, it's not really high in his priority list because he's so kind of... Uh, lackadaisical with it at some points in time during the press conference when he talks to people or, you know, goes to touch people that he's working with. I always worry about Dr. Fauci, who I think is, you know, he is just such an important um, part of that coronavirus task force. He's he's, he's basically the voice of reason at those press conferences from a medical perspective and how close and how at risk he is. What's going on with his, um, apparently he's in quarantine, but uh, I hear that Trump doesn't want him in full quarantine. How's he working that up?
1: Well, so Dr. Fauci is going to be at home working from kind of a, a homemade self-isolation over the next two weeks, given the fact that he was in contact uh, with people that were inside uh, uh, briefing rooms, along with the vice president's uh, uh, press secretary. Uh, but we know that Dr. Fauci, A, has already sort of been sidelined from the coronavirus task force now that it has uh, shifted its messaging to a more economic tone and less so of the medical messaging. Uh, but we also know that he is going to be taking part in a... Uh, uh, and up close and watched uh, very closely watched uh uh Uh, Senate briefing tomorrow that is going to deal with the president's handling of the coronavirus task force. He was supposed to testify in person along with the rest of the coronavirus task force leaders from the CDC and FDA who are also all sitting at home right now. Uh, But this is going to be interesting because oftentimes uh, Dr. Fauci does have to kind of walk back what the president has been saying, but he's very often kind of pushed to the side and the president will interject to ensure that he doesn't cross a line with what he says. Tomorrow there will be nobody there to step in front of him, no matter what is happening of him by a Republican or a Senate uh, Democrat uh, on that committee, Uh, Dr. Fauci is going to have an opportunity to speak the truth here. uh, And this could shine some new light on how the president is dealing with this. And this could potentially be one of the last few times that we actually hear from Dr. Fauci based on what happens tomorrow.
0: You you mean uh, that he he might actually have uh, pushed Donald Trump to the point of being fired?
1: Well, I mean, look, we know that when people speak out uh, against President Trump, it oftentimes doesn't work in their favor. We know what's happened over the last several weeks since he stopped these coronavirus task force meetings uh, because oftentimes the medical messaging, he was getting ahead of it and had to kind of be subdued a little bit by the people in the room. And they've had less of a role now when it comes to the public messaging coming out of the White House possibly and partly due to that shift in economic messaging uh, but the president oftentimes does not like to hear when Democrats on these committees push the people that are in these seats that are close to the president uh, because oftentimes it puts the president against a wall or in a corner uh, and it makes it harder for him to fight back so this is going to be one of those moments where we have to be watching that hearing on TV uh, but also watching the president's Twitter feed to see if he's able to try and counter any of the truths that are being spoken.
0: Who knew reality TV could get so exciting?
1: Well, look, when you've got a reality star for a president, uh, it's kind of, you know, expect the expected.
0: (laughs) Thanks so much. I always appreciate your time, Reggie. Thanks. Cheers. That's Reggie Cicchini, who is our uh, Washington uh, correspondent and uh, coming to us live on Global News Radio 640 Toronto.